XFM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. She's called. Friend of mine just moved to Fiji. Yeah. And he was posting pictures of. I hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> posting pictures <laughs> of what he's dealing with right now. Wandering uh, in shorts. And it's like, it's minus 32 right now before the wind chill, you bastard. I was actually, like, I saw a bunch of people on vacation in Mexico and wherever yeah. else. And part of me was like, I'm glad I'm not going this year anywhere because I just was thinking about that last day and how hard it would be to come back. <laughs> to come back to yeah. this, yeah. You know, I'm almost depressed, like, yeah. thinking about <laughs> leaving and then coming back. Yeah. I'm like, it's almost better just to bite your lip. And We have a Twitter poll uh, up. If you want to go check out my Twitter, at Lachlan Cross, L-O-C-H-L-I-N is how you spell my name. We'd like you to weigh in. It's just, it's about what you would like us to talk about this morning. Yeah. Uh, right now, the fungus under my toenail is running away it with is, it. It is, yeah. Yeah, so you could change that. Would you rather have us talk about Trump, <laughs> Elon Musk, Amber Heard, and Johnny Depp? Because I'm going to get into my fungus. <laughs> I got things to say about what's happening under that big toe on my right foot. Good timing, Jimmy. I wanted to make sure you were a part of this. So there's an interesting story about Dwayne Johnson um, being possibly the reason why Henry Cavell is no longer Superman. Okay. Did and he it, get in a fight with him like Vin Diesel in the Fast and the no. Furious? No. No, no, it it, it didn't. Uh, it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the lack of success of Black Adam. Black Adam was such a bomb at the box office. Oh, does it not do well? Such a horrible uh, outing. Oh, it looked horrible. It does look bad. Um, that um, it's impacted future projects, and there was... This whole thing about Black Adam potentially fighting Superman or something in a movie, like, and and all that's dead now because of how bad Black Adam did. I just, I'm excited by this because I think that this is a sign to the industry and the world that we're sick of all this. Like, it's too much. You guys have overdone it. It's going to start to go downhill. They're going to start losing money on these things, and maybe we'll see less of it. I'm fine if they continue to release material. Just we're constantly bombarded by it. Mm. Yeah, Black Adam wasn't that good. I kind of agree there. But I don't know if it was totally that was uh, a Superman thing. This, This is an article. Yeah, I they're, did see James Gunn even kind of confirmed that. Yeah, they're they're basically saying that the lack of success of Dwayne Johnson, The Rock's Black Adam, has killed um, one for sure, one and possibly two Superman projects moving forward, which is the reason why Henry Cavell kind of got pulled aside and said we we can't do this. He's asking for big money too, right? So they're doing the math on on a movie that. Cost a billion dollars that made three hundred and forty nine million, and they're going, 
we can't do this. Yeah. Right? We can't continue to lose this kind of money with this franchise. So people are clearly not interested in it. They put a bullet in it. Yeah. Done. I I think it's good. I think it's good for nerds because you guys have too much. Okay. Apparently, Dwayne Johnson's ex-wife was Henry Cavill's manager, too, and he fired her. So the, it gets so very Rock's complicated. So the ex-wife was managing <laughs> Superman. And can can someone answer that? Why do I keep seeing The Rock in that red suit with no shirt on? Like, why is every picture of him in that awful yeah. red suit? <laughs> like the dress suit? Yeah. He's got some weird suits. Anyway, he's a big man, so it's got to be hard to get tailored clothing, right? He's a, a millionaire. Of, I he know, probably but, has but 40. It, does, it still doesn't look right when you're that there, muscular. It's like, <laughs> but there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of muscular men that can do better than that. Look at uh, Momoa, Jason he, Momoa. Oh, he's, but he's got uh, a different body type, right? What the, do you? The Rock is just like lumpy, <laughs> like steroided up. Yeah, where Jason Momoa is like he's Aquaman. He's got a swimmer's bod. Aquaman! <laughs> All right. This is good news. I think this is this is the sign. This might be the turning point. This the is end. what we were all waiting for. Everybody's been waiting for this stuff to stop making as much money as it is so that it starts dominating Hollywood. Avatar's here to kill it all. Yeah, and Avatar is just destroying right yeah. now as well. I saw this the other day. I think it was after well, Connor and, and, uh, and Leon had like five point nights or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was trending on Twitter, was Oilers all-time points leaders. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to surprise anybody, but Wayne Gretzky um, is at uh, 1,669. Yari Curry, just over 1,000 uh, at 1,043. Mark Messier, not far behind him. Yeah, really close. At 1,034. Then Glenn Anderson is uh, number four at 906. And then... It, uh, I guess it shouldn't surprise anybody, but he's in the top five already. Connor McDavid. Did you yeah. know that? Um, I didn't know that. No. Of of all time scoring leaders for the how many the years is Connor? He's been five years. Did you say? No, I longer than that. It's been longer than that. Yeah. Because I was just looking. Glenn Anderson is was an Oiler for eleven seasons. I think it's been seven. Someone's yelling at the radio right now because sports donkeys know all the stuff. It's, a, <laughs> it's right at the tip of their tongue. Oh, they know it immediately. Can you Google it quickly just so we can stop the yelling? <laughs> seven. You want to say seven? Uh, he was drafted NHL draft 2015. So, so seven seasons. That sounds seven. like seven. Okay, seven seasons. And how long has Dreisaitl been an oiler? Because he came like a year after, right? Or two? Leon Dreisaitl. Making me do all the Google this morning. Yeah, here. sorry, man. <laughs> uh, 2014 draft. 2014. But he wasn't... He didn't make his way to Edmonton right away, did he? I think he did. Okay. He came from the Raiders over. Gone on the bus from Prince Albert and, all right. and got over here. Okay. All right. Uh, I. Why did I think that that was a text to check? Anyway, he's... Check the text line. He's number six. Yeah, right behind it's him. It's 670. Like that, uh, 
It's interesting time. That's that's all. I, it just we can talk about this with bag milk tomorrow. But that kind of surprised me that Connor McDavid's already in the top five of scoring. He's not gonna he's not gonna beat Glenn Anderson anytime soon because he's uh, he's over a hundred points away from Glenn. But he'll get close this year. <laughs> yeah, Lee, Dry Drysaddle's first season was 2015-2016. Yeah. He started in Bakersfield. Came up, played seventy two games, scored nineteen goals, thirty two assists. Yeah, in his first year, he had a bit of a slower start than Connor did because Connor still sort good, of but... hit. Yeah, still good, but Connor kind of hit the ground. Connor running. got hurt. He would have won Rookie of the Year, but remember he hurt his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Glenn's gonna have to skate, put on the skates to Glenn get him, get <laughs> pad his lead a little bit. James Cameron has commented on this in the past. It annoys him. It, I think it, it. You get it the actually sense, annoys him because it, it's what's well, a big. Part of the movie. This has to happen for the whole movie to happen, right? So people have brought this up for years. Years I've, and years. I've heard people bring up the Jack, if they would have put him on the door or whatever the hell it was. There was room for two on that door, Rose. Yeah. Just slide over a bit. Yeah. It could have held you both. Uh, you didn't have. He didn't have to die. That yeah. movie came out 25 years ago yesterday, Titanic. So James Cameron said he has a... Uh, he got a study done, like a scientific study, to prove that Jack could not fit on that door that Rose was floating on, that it would not have handled them both. And that only one person could have survived. Yeah. And this is forensic analysis. Yeah, he got forensic analysis done to finally put this debate, to close the door on the debate, so to speak. And you can tell, I didn't see a, a like audio, like a, or video of him. Yeah. Referring to it, I saw, um, I saw text of it. Yeah. But in the text, you can, it's oozing. He's annoyed by this. He He's wants like, to end this. I just, He's like, can this be? Hopefully, over? this will stop the conversation I've been having for twenty-five stupid years. He said. He said it will be <laughs> unveiled in a February twenty twenty-three National Geographic special. So they're also really re-releasing Titanic at that same time. And they're doing a segment on it. Yeah, and they're doing a whole National Geographic thing. <laughs> here's, how why, here's why Jack was going to die anyway. Now shut up, everyone. I'm pretty sure uh, Mythbusters already did that. I don't know if Mythbusters is still a show, but I'm pretty sure they did that and proved. I thought they proved Jack could have fit on the door, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I think MythBusters probably would have said just to annoy James Cameron, though. We're <laughs> in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Yesterday, mentioned at the movies, Jimmy reviewed the Muppets uh, Christmas Carol. Gave it five buttered tabered cobs of corn as a review. That's yeah, that's five like, out of five. Five out of five. Um, and uh, I don't know why. I just I thought of it. But well, I started singing the theme song, and then you were like, "Who covered that?" I was like, "Did it?" Da 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 da. And yeah. you, you got it stuck in your head, and you couldn't find who covered it. Well, I googled it, and everyone was going, "Well, just Google it. Look, I found it right away." And it wasn't coming it up. Wasn't the, the right band one that I was thinking about wasn't coming up. And I scrolled ten pages into Google to see if I could find it. Um, and I anyway, I posted it. I don't know why, but I I had this idea that Fearless Fred had introduced it to me or something. Yeah. So I sent him a tweet, and then some other people uh, from the from the Bear Days saw it. And Matt Cundell weighed in, mm -hmm. and he said, "You should have asked me." It was a Norwegian punk band by the name of Skin. So he he sent me. 
good. You've never heard this? I think we have played this on the show before. I think I did. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I didn't say that. I used to play this, I think. I actually speak in Norwegian. No, they're not. I actually, I think I used to play this back on my uh, Power 97 days. Too. Oh, really? Anyway, it was driving me crazy because I, I couldn't find it. And, and it should be a simple... I, I typed in like four or five different Mupp, Muppet theme song. Right. Norwe- like I didn't put Norwegian. I said punk band cover. I didn't know the name of the band. And it, it kept putting up all these like different ones, different things from the show. Right. Which not what I was looking for. Anyway, you finally found it. And now another world famous locker room Twitter poll. Results are in Grant Johnson. So we asked, what would you rather talk about this morning on the locker room Trump, Elon Musk, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, or Fungus under Locke's big toe. Trump, fourth place, Elon, uh, sorry, Amber Heard, uh, third place. Second place was Elon. And then number one with 81% of the vote was the Fungus under Locke's big toe. Okay. I'll give you a little. You don't have to take your sock off. No, he's just radio. No, hold on. Explain it. Hold on. We don't need to see this. Because last time I saw your feet, I had nightmares, and I have horrible feet. Okay, first off, this is, I think I have a medical situation happening here, and I need someone to give me an opinion on this. You have to use a hacksaw to trim your nails. I think there's a medical situation. Wire clippers. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'll give you guys a quick rundown on the status of my of my toes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I was a kid, I had horrible ingrown toenails for a number of years and I had lots of different surgeries. Finally, a doctor sat me down and said, I'm just going to get rid of them. Okay. You're, you're not going to have toenails anymore. We're going to cut. Uh, don't put your foot up there. No. We're going to cut. People the, eat Listen there. to me. <sighs> listen. They're going to cut the, 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 the bed just below the toenail. <sighs> Into the toe, we're going to scrape the toenail oh. bed from your bone, and your toenails are never going to grow back. They're too nasty. Yeah. Like, we just got to get rid of them. Six months later, and the cat came back the very next day. They grow back, and, and they were angry. And they're meaner and angrier than ever. Now, I've had so many surgeries and so much, like, so many issues with my toes over the years that, that like, the big toe is just a big ball of scar tissue. And so, I don't have any quick, like my toenail doesn't stick to the back of my toe. So I let it grow and I kind of control it with wire cutters. Yeah. I kind of control it so that it doesn't grow into, I swear to God. So it doesn't grow into my toes anymore. Okay. Now, Jimmy, come over here. No. Jimmy, come over here, no. please. Come on. No. I would do no. this for you. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. So I anyway, took my shoes off right now. You kicked two, me out of the room. Two weeks ago, I cut them back right down to the, like a, a couple times a year, I knock them right down to the old, to the wood, right? Okay. And I woke up the next morning and one was black. <laughs> I think it's a fungus. I think it... You think that's a fungus? You're right next to Jimmy's right in face. My coffee cup. <laughs> Do you think that's a fungus? Is that a fungus, Jimmy? No. Have what is a it? Look. 
It's, I got a knife over here. Do you want me to? Oh, come on. I think it's dead. I think I think you need a amputation. So you are Frank from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm going to put this in. Because you were, we were talking yesterday. You might start watching the show and we were discussing which characters it would be. Frank has toe problems and he has a toe knife or toe spoon or something like that. I have that. a whole bunch of equipment that I use for my feet. <laughs> I, you know, I think the cure for your whatever's wrong with those is just take off the toes. Just I can't the believe you're not helping me out. I no. wanted a second opinion. Get your knife and dig in there. I think I gotta go see a doctor. It might be a good idea. Cruise, roads, and weather. Unfortunately, you're never going to make money selling feet pictures. That's never going to be a backup plan for you. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. We haven't talked about this this week yet, but uh, Edmonton City Council finalized the city budgets, voting to move ahead with them. And if you look at the final budget, they listened to what people wanted in the city. People said, we want the snow off the roads, we want to be safe downtown, and we want low taxes. So in the final budget, they listened to those concerns, and they came up with a 5% tax increase every year for the next four years. Don't worry, though, because as we've mentioned before, that's how much everyone's wage increases yearly. As for safety mm-hmm. in the downtown, they're spending $100 million on bike lanes, so you can just cycle away from crime. And don't be worried about the roads being icy or snow-covered, because the city de- city decreased the plowing budget by 30%, so they really nailed it. Really banking on the global warming here. Uh, One of the mayor's main campaign promises was better snow clearing, so it's nice to see politicians following through every once in a while. Uh, Anyways, with the roads being poorer this winter, make sure you order a lot of pizzas because for some reason, nobody can negotiate poor roads better than a stone 16-year-old in a 95 Civic. (laughs) They got to be the best drivers on the roads, so that's your plan. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Uh, There's no extreme cold warning here, just just an extreme fun warning. (laughs) Book at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Hey, how are you? Good. I got a solution for you for your toes. Okay. Okay. Your solution is that Skin Tribe, Stony, Stony Plains. I've had the same thing going on for me for... Since I was 19, I'm 55 now, and uh, she does wonders. She's opened up the nails, made them not go inside the skin. It's amazing what she does. And I wouldn't call you unless it was true. Do they use fire? No, no fire. No, she does these little... Witchcraft? uh, Do I have to kill a toad? No. No, I... I I thought the same thing. I thought... uh, Ingrown toenails were genetic until I was 19. Okay, well, I I think I might have something else going on here. What's your name? Darren Radcliffe. Darren, did you ever have your toenails physically removed from, like, and the bed scraped from the bone? Like the toenail bed from your foot? Three times. Three times, and they kept growing back. They kept going back, and then they kept curling into the skin. Yeah, yeah. And I had... I've had them uh, ingrown when I was 19, probably about three times. I had toes the size of golf balls. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went through all. them all the time. 
I went through yeah, all that. And yeah. I, and it, I'm 55 now. I kept stopping it all the time when I was younger, and I've had enough. You know what so I've done, that. though? Listen, I, I actually just physically removed the toe. And the toenail is, I'd say it's about a quarter of an inch thick. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. nasty. And now I just take wire cutters. <laughs> <laughs> not even kidding. And I just cut them right down because there's no quick. My toenail just grows out of the bone. It doesn't stick to my foot. So I don't think there's any help for me. Do they cur- They don't curl into the skin? And I keep them. Start- this is awful. I keep them so low. They're not that long. When they start to cut into my feet, I take the, the wire cutters from the garage and I cut them off. <laughs> Yeah, this is awful. Is this is there oh, the HR pictures on my timeline now? Are <laughs> people women putting... love this? Yeah, they, they absolutely love. They it. eat it up. Yum yum. Oh, yeah. Well, you're either insecure with socks, or you're just gonna just say, we, screw it. We do go to do. we go to Jamaica and he wears his socks in the pool. <laughs> my wife, my wife will not let me wear open toe sandals. <laughs> All right, brother. I appreciate your okay. advice. What was the name of the company again? It's Skin Tribe. There's a she's a wonderful girl, and she just did amazing things with feet. Skin I wouldn't Tribe not, sounds like a terrible cult. It's, it's a I wouldn't want to do that. It's you not. You wouldn't want to put that on anybody, but this girl just takes, takes it like a champ. She's all right. wonderful. All right. Well, maybe I'll look into it. I, I think I'm beyond hope. Help. Whatever you want to call it. But anyway, I appreciate your call, man. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Okay. Okay. Bye. You're in the locker room for Always Plumbing and Heating. Old Furnace needs some love. Tune-ups are 149 all the time. Alwaysplumbing.ca. By the way, this is technically your fault. We had a Twitter poll this morning. Yeah. I said, you want to talk about uh, Trump, Elon Musk, Amber Heard, and Johnny Depp? Or your toenails. Or the fungus underneath my toenails. You got 80, 81% of the votes. That's why we're talking about yeah. this this morning. Another episode of Locker Room TV. Grant, you do the introductions. All right, we got David Ray and Glenna. I don't know your last name, Glenna. Showalter. And are you both in the movie? Yes. So you guys have a Christmas kind of hallmarky uh, movie coming out this week. Uh, yeah, I guess if uh, Hallmark tried to go with like a horror movie, uh, <laughs> uh, this is kind of a Christmas movie for the people that don't really like Christmas. Uh, we're expo- oh, yeah, we're exploring. I'm in. Yeah, because <laughs> this time could be fun for some people, but others, it's like this could be really challenging. You and- totally misrepresented this. Yeah, you oh, sent me. I a looked at a poster. Yeah, he sent, he sent me a note saying, "Our my buddy David wants to come in. He's in a movie. It's a Hallmark movie." And I went, "Okay, all right." He saw. He sent me a screenshot. I said it did look a little like a bad porn. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, I mean, it does it does have its origins uh, from us doing these videos for a fake Hallmark movie. Okay, okay, uh, and then. From there, our friend Katie Cutting reached out to us and like, hey, we should actually try to make a real movie. Yeah. And then we decided Hallmark movie is not our thing. We're going to go with a spooky movie out in the middle of a woods somewhere in a cabin. That's, that's, that's why I kind of got that idea because I've seen in the past you've done like fake Hallmark movies. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that was uh, what started the inspiration for okay. us. Um, so what's it called? 
it's called the Spirit of the Season. Spirit of the Season, and is it? It's got a limited run, right? Because it's an indie film, yeah. right? But you guys have a showing of it in town. Uh, that's correct. We're going to be at uh, Citadel Theater okay. and Ziedler Hall, and uh, it's just for one night only, uh, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Past that, when uh, Glenna, when can people see this? Is it going to be like out? Is it a YouTube thing? Is it a streaming thing? Um, we're going to shop it around to distributors and ho- hopefully for next Christmas. Okay, perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So if people can get their taste in the one night show and they really, really like it, then yeah. hopefully next Christmas they can watch it in their homes. Well, this is kind of cool because this started from a very grassroots perspective, right? Yeah. And then it turned into something quite a bit bigger. Um, and. We were talking to uh, some friends about doing a documentary, and and we talked to like people that do it, and just said, "Hey," and they're like, "Man, anybody can do this. You can do it on an iPhone 14." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's it. it, it, The world is closing in on us. I was part of a movie that my friend in Vancouver made, and all my scenes were Zoom scenes because it was like a pandemic era. Oh, movie. Sure. And yeah. so the guy was Zoom calling his what friends. What happened to that? Cause it was out. I watched it. I can't remember. It's on a streaming site. I can't remember which one it is, but... Alright, well, we yeah. gotta see this. I have an IMDB page, so you can look me up. <laughs> <laughs> with my one that's credit. That's when you're legit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's that's fun. Excellent. Okay, so uh, again, uh, give us the details on the on the screening uh, for, for this, in case anybody wants to go check it out. Uh, it's going to be at the Citadel Theater. At uh, Ziedler Hall tomorrow night at 8 p.m. You can get tickets at citadeltheater.com. And, uh, yeah. I'm... Or at the box office. You okay, can go perfect. to the Citadel Theater and get the tickets there. Well. There's fun. definitely uh, a thirst for non-Christmas movies. Because one of the biggest movies right now is The Violent Night yeah. in theaters, <laughs> right? So there's people out there that, that want to see this kind of want, stuff. Yeah. If they yeah. like Violent Night, they'll love Spirit of the Season. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Do one of you guys die in it? No. no. <laughs> Although, uh, well, I mean, it it might be worse than uh, might be worse than death. Actually, oh, yeah. something to do with your. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe. Uh, you, I'm not gonna. You'll have to find out. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Okay. Spirit of the uh, season. Spirit of the season. season. Spirit yeah. of the season. Go check it out. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you. That was Thank fun. You. And now, nerd news with James P. White, the first. So we start the morning crapping on DC, and now we're going to do uh, Marvel. Let's let's go for it. Uh, Donald Glover is to star in a new Spider-Man movie as a new villain, Hypno Hustler. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a '60s like Batman, right? It's, a villain. It's actually it's actually '70s. It's actually '70s because he's a like a. <laughs> what do you call it? Yeah, a, disc, a disco guy that he can hypnotize the entire room with these fancy glasses he made. It's. Can you imagine being. I'm a nerd, of, but this is getting a little. But, but let's just put this into another perspective. Let's just, let's just say you are so down on your luck in Hollywood. Your agent calls you up and he goes, Donald. Listen, things have been rough. You're not getting a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. But this, here's a payday, buddy. Now, hold on. Sit down. You're playing a Spider-Man villain named Hypno Hustler. <laughs> Hypno Hypno-hustler. Okay, whatever. Hypno. The thing is, 
that's not even the case because Donald Glover is one of the biggest actors in the world. Oh, I just assumed he was out of... Uh, no. No? Are you sure? I mean, he was Lando Calrissian. In Solo. And he he just finished up that show Atlanta, which is like one of the biggest TV shows. Um, okay. Community is one of the biggest shows up there with The Office. All right. He's childish Gambino. Like his music career is huge. Okay. All right. Maybe maybe he does a lot of drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like he he's a successful actor, and they somehow convinced him to be hype. No, I don't get it. I don't get. I thought he was down on his luck. I thought he was like a step away from working at Whole Foods. That would make Trader Joe's. See, that would make sense. But I guess if Disney says, "Hey, do you want to do this?" You kind of do it. Yeah. Is that a career ruiner, would you though? Be able to, would you like, be able to do that? Would you be able to do something that you know is just, it's a complete, like, like this I is don't, a joke. I don't think The Rock is going to recover from Black Adam. He's going to have to go back to wrestling. Like, because his career now, he's done so many bad movies. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the same appeal. You're not like, ooh, it's a Dwayne Johnson movie anymore. Now you're like, ah, oh, it's a Dwayne Johnson movie. Is this the Tooth Fairy? Like... <laughs> You know what? I think people in Hollywood, movies, TV, um, when they're creating that kind of... They think differently than radio people, I think. Probably. Right? I mean, in radio, like if somebody called me tomorrow and said, we got a job for you, and it's at a country station. We want you to be hee-haw, Lachlan Cross. Mm-hmm. I'd have something to say about that. Would you do it, though? If the money was right. <laughs> If if some if you got the phone call if you got a phone call six years Dolly, ago uh, Dolly Parton yeah if you got a phone call you know six or seven years ago from someone going hey you don't know these guys but you're going to be doing a radio show with a midget and a millennial um he'd say first of all it's a little person first, no he wouldn't first off I called you no but I'm just <laughs> so. saying but I'm just saying if you didn't know me and Grant was forced on me but that's the best thing that ever happened to this but, show. But I'm just saying, if you didn't know me, and you're like, oh, hey, you're going to be working with a midget and a millennial. I would have jumped in with both feet. I got to change. 100%. Off topic a little bit, but you mentioned Dolly Parton. I think we almost have to play Shine, her cover of Shine. No, it's awful. It's awesome. No, it's awful. It's so good. It is not. No. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Saw the trailer for that Oppenheimer. That looks crazy. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, so it's a movie about the guy that made the atomic bomb. And what I had read about it was they recreated the blast from the new, first nuclear blast in New Mexico where they were testing it out. And they didn't use any CGI. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's not a big CGI fan. Yeah, he's apparently. my. I think he's my favorite director. He's um, interesting. He did that one. Uh, what was that movie? Like, with uh, with uh, Wesley uh, Snipes' kid, no, um, <laughs> Denzel Washington's Denzel kid. Washington's kid, Tenet. That was a Tenet. weird one. That was hard, but it was but, good. I mean, he did all the Dark Knights, um, Inception. He did, he, he did the good ones. Yeah, like yeah. the 
um, Christian Bale ones. Yeah. Uh, the Prestige, Interstellar, Dunkirk. Like, he's done so many That's great movies. That's right. He did Dunkirk, too. Yeah. And apparently he didn't use, like, he, he also didn't, he did all the, in the Dunkirk, he did a bunch of, like, yeah. proper explosions and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's doing this one. They recreated the, the blast without any CGI, and it looks really good. So, Oppenheimer is the father of the atomic bomb, and there's, there's an interesting story behind that because... Um, the the main character, obviously the guy that created, I forget his name, um, that that is the father of the atomic bomb, never intended it for to be a weapon. No. So there was a lot of, I guess, angst among the group that was working on this from the perspective of they knew that the the government was going to use this to build a weapon, but they they still were kind of. But this is important for the development of mankind, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's that turmoil, that conflict there. And it's and the main character is played by the guy from Peaky Blinders, Cecilian Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Who was also in one of the Dark Knights. Yeah, he's a great actor. In the, the first one, Batman Begins, he was the scarecrow. Did you jump in? Did you jump back into Peaky Blinders? No. Cause you know what? I tried with the new season. And I just... Sometimes when I'm not in the right mood... Something just won't catch me, and I wasn't, and I yeah. haven't gone back to it yet. So the the fifth season, I think, was the druggy one, where it was really out there. Yeah. And then the sixth and final season dropped. I think it was in the summer or late spring last year. And I watched it. It was less, just so you know, if you want to jump back in. Less it's less druggy. Okay. The story defines it, a little bit. I have a hard time watching shows and movies where it's a drug trip. Yeah. Um, like, I've always had a hard time with Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I, I, I couldn't get through that movie It makes either. me feel sick inside. Something, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that is not coming out. The Oppenheimer isn't going to drop until the summer, right? Yeah. Uh, it's coming out in July. Yeah. Anyway. So. The trailer's worth watching if you get a minute. In the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So on Friday, our last show of the year, we'll be back on Tuesday, January 3rd. So we're taking the holidays off as a show. Uh, you're going to back to Saskabush? Yep. Yep, going to Saskatchewan. Drive safe. Good Lord. Uh, it can't be worse than last year. Last year was we bad. We left Boxing Day last year, and it was a complete whiteout the whole way for like, you know, 10 hours of just complete whiteout. How it long was it? crazy. 10 hour, 10 hour drive for an eight hour. Oh, it's normally about 10 hours to get there. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But still, when you're dry, when you're white knuckling mm-hmm. it for 10 hours, no. it, it felt good to sleep that night. <laughs> does, uh, does Mac do any of the driving? Not in the winter. No. No. Okay. No, she's pretty anxious about winter driving. So. It's all uh, up to me. I, uh, my wife does a lot of the driving. Yeah, your wife does do most of the driving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's a decent driver. Mm-hmm. She pays attention. Yeah. Which is, a, which is a strong attribute for driving. I could see her, like, not enjoying when you drive. The hands are all over the place. <laughs> I'm a multitasker. <laughs> multitasking. Um, so on Friday, we're going to do a bit of a Christmas show. We're doing a, a locker room potluck. Um, I, uh, I had an idea yesterday. I'm tossing this around. I, I didn't come up with a wager just yet. But okay. I think what we should do is we should have a bit of a competition. Between our three items? Between our three items. And I'm going to get Army Chris to come down and judge the our pot like. Uh, oh, he pot. won't like any of them. He's so picky about food. 
but he's got to pick a winner. Yours, is, you're just buying yours from a store because you guys don't want me to cook. No, you guys we, don't want to, no, you don't want, want food poisoning. You decided this was on you. I thought you, you would said do something right in the, the very, You said right at the very beginning. I don't know if we'll, if Whenever we want you, you to bring cook. in food. I always have to and, have that conversation, that internal conversation, and it usually starts and ends something like this. Okay, when's the last time I had diarrhea? <laughs> okay. Do well, you I always need, get a good cleanse. Do I need a good dose of diarrhea right now? Because right. every time Jimmy brings in cooking, it results in a flushing of our systems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, squirting out my bum hole for, like, two days. <laughs> and it's Solid. too close to Christmas. I got to drive 10 hours in a car that day. Oh, yeah. So, well, we're not going to wait on that day. But I got to be in a car, and, and we don't want Christmas ruined. It's too close to it. Well, you better stay away from the pulled squirrel. <laughs> Are you guys okay with Army Chris coming down to judge our, our foods, food items? Oh, yeah. Last night, my wife, I'm going to use my wife's recipe. She's got a, a seven-layer dip that's awesome. Yeah. So I've got a, I'm going to prepare it, though. I still think you should try to prepare something for Friday as opposed to going to the grocery store and buying, I don't know, whatever you were going to do. You were going to buy a rotisserie She's going to get peeled chicken is what he said. <laughs> Maybe come up with something. You're a cook. You're the one on the show that cooks. Get new dishes first. Or wash the wash the plastic ones you get from all the skip the dishes. I'll call in sick on Friday. You don't you seriously, you're the food guy. You're the foodie on the I've show. I've got a podcast it's on Thursday. Foodie. I've got some stuff uh, I've got wrestling tonight. When do you want me to cook it? What what is your podcast? Your podcast takes 2 hours. Can't you just do your podcast go home and cook and not drink for 18 hours? No. What is the podcast? Is this the best of one? No, this is the Willow one. The best of one is going up next week. How long does it take you to film a podcast? Why don't you do this? Why don't you just take a break from the podcast this week? Do it when you get back. Do it when you get down into into Tabor. No. He doesn't want to give up his Thursday drinks at Army Chris's house. He doesn't want to disappoint those 13 people that tune in every week to watch it. All right. You'll figure something out, though. Yeah. For Friday. Something simple. Are you bringing chips in for your seven-layer dip? Yeah, I'm going to get the the talk, uh, the... Uh, Tostitos? Yeah, the little ones. Okay. The little... Yeah, you got to get the minis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have Perfect. you come up with an idea yet? Uh, something bread-related. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I've never tried to convince myself or anybody else that I'm smarter than I am. I, I think that's that's one thing that, that, that I'm very grounded in, in the reality that, that you know what, I'm just a dumb guy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a complete moron, <laughs> but I'm not... I'm not very smart, I, but I do Me neither. think that I have a certain ability to read a room. I've always, I've always had a good sort of, I don't have good people skills. I have, I have a good sense of, of how people feel about me in certain situations, whether they're in front of me or if it's an email exchange. And maybe sometimes I project onto them okay. what I think they're thinking, but for the most part, I think I'm pretty bang on. I'll give you an example. 
So we were talking about the, lots of talk about the budget, mm-hmm. lots of complaints about, um, you know, how much money they're spending on this and that, uh, not spending on this. And, and, and so I was like, I'm in the city now. Who's my, who runs my ward? Who's my city councilor? We looked her up. Jimmy found her. Her name is Aaron, Aaron Rutherford. I know nothing about Aaron Rutherford, but I thought it would be funny, interesting to send her a note on Twitter to see she'll come on the show so we can talk about the fact that I just moved into, like, the area just that moved she... into her ward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're like, yeah, you're like, let's get her on the show. And you know what? Listen. Don't know uh, anything about her politics. No, nothing. Nothing. Maybe she's a nice... It might be a funny bit. Locke talks to his city councilor. Like, so and we, we tried stuff like this. Sometimes it fails. Whatever. We move on. Um... And uh, she didn't say anything. No response to me on Twitter, which is fine. So at the beginning of the week yesterday, I think you brought it up. Did she get back to you? And I said, no. I said, well, that's interesting. She didn't. I said, I'll go in. So I quote tweeted my tweet and said, so is that a no? And then she gave me the all official media requests need to go through my office. Please send an email. And then I responded, being an a-hole again, keep in mind. I don't care if Aaron comes on our show or not. Yeah. We're going to be able to get by without her. Um, but I thought it would be interesting. I thought it would be fun. We could have some fun with her, right? Even if we don't agree, let's have some fun. Um, and uh, I said to her, I said, so wouldn't it have been easier just to say no? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of sending, you know, you got to go through my office and media inquiries, go here. And- I'm not going to waste your time. Yeah. You clearly don't want to do it. It's all good. Maybe I was being a bit dickish. Yeah. Whatever. I, I was ready to move on. But then I got attacked by a couple of people that are clearly... Cyclists. Yeah. They're fans of hers or whatever. And so... It's, it's people that are on Twitter that are always just looking to fight. Yeah. Like looking uh, to dunk on people. And, and I, can, I, can, I can help with that. I'm really good at this. Right, so we're, I'm going back and forth. So I've been inviting the people that have defended. Like, there's three of them. Yeah. So I shouldn't make it seem like there's this mob that's after me, but there's a couple of them, and I've been inviting them to come on the radio show. We'll keep you posted on that. We'll see how many end up on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Aaron doesn't want to do it, why don't you do it? <laughs> well, I don't know why you just don't follow the proper channels. Just and send her through, an email. Just go through. Get your producer. What producer? What producer? Producer. <laughs> Like, today we spent an hour talking about the fungus underneath my toenail. <laughs> Do you think we have a producer for this madness? Uh, anyway, uh, I I almost backed out yesterday, but then I was like, I'm jo- I'm enjoying this too much. Yeah, like, it's a good, it's entertainment. Yeah, there's that yeah. one guy that's just he's just a raging loser. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. TP. Yeah, yeah. I I just block him. Yeah, yeah. He just he gets up every. He is one of those guys. He gets up every morning, and his entire motivation is to find something to be angry about. Yeah. on social media, and uh, he's good at it. He finds it. He was the one that was always fighting with Mike Nickel. Yeah, now Mike Nickel's suing him, and <laughs> yeah, get a life. Really, seriously. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.